0: Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff. It's a Veterans Day, November 11th, 2019, and we're doing a show for you.
1: Look at us. Because we
0: love the troops.
1: Actually, we do.
0: We do love the troops. It wasn't a really yeah. smart ass.
1: No, a lot of our friends mentioned them last night, starting with Brian Curry, but Dave was cool today on social media. I love seeing all of our friends that posted picture. Kyle Kraska had a great picture of his dad. Uh, my friend Marianne Gallo in uh, in Encinitas, a photo of her dad. Cool. And you see uncles and grandfathers and so many different uh, family members that spent time. My friend Rick Piner, who, if you remember when the tank went down the 163. Only, Rick, only in San Diego. Only in San Diego could that happen. Rick was the guy that had a climb up on the tank open up the hatch, and take the guy out. Well, he's a buddy of mine, and then you're seeing him pay tribute to his two sons, one of whom's a Green Beret, and the other one's in, just got out of boot camp. So he's like, happy Veterans Day to my son. So I loved it, man. I I just, you and I have such an appreciation for anybody who's worn that uniform. Jim Betancourt, who's worn the uniform of the Marines and then has been a CHP for gosh 25 years yeah um yeah they're just they're people that make us better and i I appreciate all of them i'm glad they were celebrating you know what
0: it's funny that you mentioned this not not funny funny but i'm sitting there looking through facebook and you're seeing people do this and they're posting which is great yeah i loved it a couple of them i look at and this isn't an insult to the military because i understand there was a draft at one point yeah but i look at some of these pictures i'm like that little pipsqueak was in the military yeah he like, took care of business, I'm man. I'm like, that guy was 120 pounds.
1: Soaking wet.
0: But if he can hold that gun, you're in. You Fuck go, yeah, you go, man. You go in. But most of them looked like military that I would think in my head. Yeah. And then I just see a few and I'm going, that's just a little boy. That's well, an 18-year-old kid.
1: There were a lot of great pictures. Actually, it
0: used to be a lot even younger than yeah. that. Yeah.
1: There were a lot of great pictures. But tonight, just a couple hours ago, uh, Kyle Kraska from Channel 8 had a great picture of his dad. And he said, "Served in the Korean War." And he go, "God, I just told him what a great picture." So many of them were friends that, while I didn't know Kyle's dad, there were a few that I knew, either the person or yeah. or the family member. Yeah, I loved it. It was a very very special day to just get away from the uh, usual BS. The other thing that I really dug today, yep, was the excitement continues, Dave, in this town regarding the uniforms. And people are fired up for the Padre jerseys. Our guy, Roy, sent me a note. He goes, you know what, man? He goes, there were some guys that said, I don't like the third one. Yeah, Nobody said they hated it. They just no, said nobody it was... says they hate it. But then Roy said, he goes, dude, that's actually my favorite one, as Pete and Point Loma said.
0: The pinstripe one or the brown one?
1: The tan one with pinstripes. Okay. So those two guys are like, hey, we're actually uh Pete and Point Loma and Roy both said that's the one they're gonna get. And I was like, God, that's cool. And then everything was going along fine. And damn if John Howard didn't jump in. I I warned you last night. <laughs> Dude, you, you unleashed the beast. I told you what John was you suffering son of from. A bitch. And then tonight on Twitter, without even any poking or prodding from me, John writes in a public forum, well, I hope when they wear the brown ones at home again on Friday night. And I was like, God damn it, John. They're not doing that. Did you pay attention? The brown ones are the road uniforms. He's like, well, I hope we don't see the gray. The grays are gone. John, Jesus.
2: God dang it. (laughs) <laughs> dadgummit john the green, and the blues are gone this
1: wasn't like a big farce those are the three along with the camis right dave they're not wearing the brown and gold at no,
0: home no you of course you aren't <laughs> well i don't know about the brown and gold i'm not calling anything off they still have what we thought in their mind was this one uniform okay that hopefully is one that you keep forever. You know, saying this is it. This is classic Padre baseball. The home one, the new one. Wh- whatever it is, whatever this is, that we should do this. We're not having another one of these fucking ceremonies in five fucking years.
1: I- John's an Aztec. <laughs> I thought
0: you were, were going to say something else. No, he's an I thought you were going to say asshole.
2: No, no, no. Oh. No.
0: I thought you were going to say, well, John's an asshole. I didn't <laughs> think you are going to say no. Aztec.
1: No, he's an Aztec. Uh, but I don't know why this is so confusing for him. Because the Padres make it confusing. Okay, let's go back to
0: just to, to in John Howard's, you know, Dizzy World, okay? <laughs> Let, let's assume what John has watched for the last 20 years. On Monday, assuming they had a Monday home game, it could right. be white or it could be navy blue. Right. Then don't Wednesday know.
1: was throwback to 84. Wednesday was throwbacks, okay? Right.
0: Throwbacks all over the fucking place, right? Right. Friday was brown.
2: Right. I got Where it. Where the whole
0: stadium went brown and yellow. Right. Okay. Sunday was a different military uniform. Not just one you know, military. Blue or green. Yeah, they, they mix it up.
1: Right. They honor everybody.
0: It's only seven days of a week in a week, but yet they had a possible combination of like seven different fucking things they could do. You, it was confusing.
1: Yeah, they were a little bit like the Oregon Ducks yeah, of Major they, League Baseball. Yeah, they were the Oregon Ducks. And, but those but, days are over. Thank God.
0: Except for Sundays, right?
1: Yeah, Sundays will still be military camo, and I saw those... And those look great. They have two different ones, kind of more of a green that will hold the brown Padres across the front, yep. the same font. And then uh, uh, a brown one and a green one. And they both look really cool.
0: Now, here's here's how I feel on this, this military uniform thing, okay? Okay. On When the Padres do this on Sundays, I like it, okay? And, uh-huh. I, and I love military days. I've said that for years. I think it's really cool. I love whenever... They honor the Marines or whatever servicemen they're honoring on that day. I love when the umpires stop what they're doing, makes yeah. them human, and they right. they clap. I clap like when other team that's in town stops what they're doing. Uh huh. Everything stops. I enjoy it. I, I do. I think it's really cool. If you've never been to a Padre game where someone's coming from out of town, take them on a Sunday. It's, it's yeah. It's worth it. I don't like when like when I'm co- like today I coach travel ball. I don't mm-hmm. like when kids are wearing uh, camouflage uniforms, military uniforms. I don't like when high schools wear. Oh. I don't think you deserve to wear it. You didn't earn it. It's it's your, it's your what, what's it called? Uh, stolen Valor. Yeah, no. I don't like that bullshit.
1: Well, it's one thing with kids. Uh, my kids had them at uh, Rolando. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't like you. <laughs> I I completely disagree. Okay, I think well, it's that's great. what we do here. I yeah. Said, you're wrong. I'm right. No, you're, you're, you're wrong. Your kids and your Stolen hey, Valor. Don, hey, Don Cherry got fired for shit like you're doing right now. What did Don Cherry do? so right now did don
0: cherry really get fired yeah don i cherry. thought
1: I fucked up somewhere but i didn't read the article so about a year ago today i was in toronto and observation day is like veterans day and i, I hope my apologies it's called observation day i not believe veterans that's day. it it's all right yeah but it, it's the canadian version of veterans day yeah and it's going on today and If you've been paying attention to the NHL And they probably had it with the NBA um, If you're watching the Raptors Tonight I know they're playing the Clippers My guess would be that the coaching Staff for the Raptors Has a poppy on their Color and you've seen it Kings just went through uh, And had been in Toronto And then went to Montreal and Ottawa And Alex Faust and Jim Fox Everybody had a poppy on Um, The coaches Have it on it's It's their way of paying tribute to the veterans, both uh, still with us and those that have fallen. Last year when we went to Toronto, it was my first time up there. We were there at this time. And we were told as a group and we monitored everybody. We said, listen, whatever you do, we do not leave the hotel without a poppy. We are here. These are our friends and we will pay tribute. Uh, The whole deal to the fact to the point, Dave, that our shirt that we wore on Sunday had a large poppy on the back and said in remembrance for that Don Cherry on Saturday night. Made statements and they were kind of directed at people and saying, look, if you're coming up here and it was directed, people felt like he was directing it at immigrants and he said, Listen, if you're coming up here and you love our milk and you love our honey, the one thing you can do is put a couple of bucks out and wear a poppy in tribute to I'm the I'm looking soldiers. at it right
0: now online. Never seen it before.
1: Yes. Yeah. And so people were really, really upset. They've been upset with Don Cherry in the past because of things he said. Long time coaches corner, like uh for- know,
0: it's like wrestling. He's almost like a WWE guy.
1: But for 40 years, he's been the guy, 35 years on Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah. So picture, right, which is now Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. But I mean, picture. He's a character.
0: I mean, he's a, he's big, a he he big time.
1: But for 35 years. Yeah, well,
0: they put up with his shit. That's why I didn't yeah. read the article. I've not, a, not a, never been a Don Trey fan.
1: Yeah, and friends that I talked to up there today were like, ah, he probably should have been gone a long time yeah. ago. I don't know enough about his history to be able to tell you yay or nay i just know that he was an incredibly popular media figure but what he said the other night and he didn't back off it today he said look i'm really upset that you would let me go today when my comments were in tribute to the veterans i've been on military bases everything else yeah but yeah he i mean you just man sometimes uh, i don't know you just gotta how old do you think don cherry is well, he's been doing that for 35 years, so he's got to be 78. I 85. Think. 85? God dang.
0: How much is he worth?
1: Uh, Well, the Canadian to U.S. <laughs> conversion rate's a little different. So if he's worth, uh, I'm going to say he's worth 22 million Canadian, which means he's worth about uh, 14.5 U.S. 14 million. Hey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I did not look that up. That's look, pretty good I just—I uh,
1: I liked it. I liked it. Our entire team. We had eight people up there last year. Yeah, and we're there a lot, and it it mattered to our group to pay tribute. Oh yeah, and you didn't. Our hotel was great. They had a whole, um, like just a, a, not a bowl, but just like an ashtray size. Yeah, but bigger of poppies right there and we just all made sure everywhere we were going that it was shown man you you do the right thing and so that's what Don Cherry had said if you're here in our country and you're living here and you're taking advantage of everything put some money out and and support what we're doing but people were really really upset by it enough to the point that he lost that job today
0: all right, so I want to. I wanted two more things on the on the Padres uniforms. Yeah, people are still like talking about it. I think obviously a lot of people are talking about it on sports radio because it's their first opportunity to uh, to discuss it. People who have been here a while, like mm-hmm. you, like me, we remember the brown uniforms. Mm-hmm. I said to my wife the other day, the Padres are um, showing their new uniforms on Saturday night, and she goes, "What are they going to go to?" I go, "Well, let me ask you a question as a casual sports fan." Uh-huh. When you think of Padre baseball, what do you think of? She goes brown uniforms, brown, yeah. brown and yellow. And she goes, I think there was orange in there. She says to me, and I go, There was orange in there at one time.
2: It's
1: funny.
0: And she goes, What color were they the last? <laughs> you know, I said, yeah. I told her they've been brown for thirty years. She said, What color were they? Which made me laugh. You were at the game. Well, she didn't fucking pay attention. She hates it. So she, uh, she remember, she took a goddamn uh, shirt to the yeah. So. Ouch. She uh, she goes, for me, Padre baseball's brown. Mm-hmm. That's San Diego, that's brown. That's what I think about when I think of Padre baseball growing up is brown. Yeah. Not once did you say navy blue. Mm-mm. So I listened to a couple people flip around. Nobody's, uh, you know, outside of Quintero basically has been doing this that long. And, of course, you know, Tony Gwynn Jr.'s dad wore brown. Um, But Rich Orenberger I thought, was interesting. When he, they asked, what do you think of the uniforms? And he said, I'm the wrong guy to ask. He goes, I yeah. fucking just got here. Yeah. He goes. I don't like the color brown, but I'm the wrong guy to ask. So leave it at that, you know. And and he didn't say I hate him and it's awful and what a what a bad decision the Padres made. That wasn't it. I I thought his a- answer was truthful and correct. Yeah. You don't have an opinion, asshole. Sit down. Yeah.
1: Sit down. <laughs> that's why it
0: goes for. I think a lot of guys who don't like the uniforms. As I said, this is what the fans wanted. They lost their shit when they announced the brown uniforms, and that's yeah. what they were looking for. It was a, it was a good night on Saturday night for the Padres. Been
1: fans. a good couple of days. It's yeah. Like people are. Um, Seen so many different people that have gone down and talked about going to the store. Uh, this I love the kind of time lapse photography that the pods put up. Yeah, of the store being loaded up. It's funny that they haven't taken out all the blue. Maybe they have by now. They're like, "Well, shit, we gotta sell this stuff."
0: I'm surprised that they aren't selling it for cheaper. Well, you know, I don't know. Are they? On ML, if you go to MLB.com or you go to shop, you go to Padres, you know, and you go, well, shit, how many people are going to buy navy blue now? They I mean, will, Dave. That nope. shit's going to be it, it is. They're in only, five,
1: they're, ten years. That's going to be yeah. the throwback They're stuff. only
0: taking off
1: like 15%. Yeah, all that stuff's going to be, that's going to be. Not to the point that I I don't think we'll ever see a night where it's a throwback and they're wearing blue. They're never going back.
0: They aren't going back to the 2019 uniforms.
1: Right, but you know how it is. People loved walking through there, and you you alluded to it earlier. I mean, when my kids played in Rolando Little League, every team was the Padres because you could have 19 different versions of the Padres. Yeah. But now... There's always that guy in the group that wants to be different. And so people will buy any of the three or four new jerseys thrown in the camo. But then there'll be that guy that says, no, man, I want the last blue jersey that they wore at uh, Qualcomm. Yeah. I don't think the last home jersey is going to go too quick, but the blue and gray or the gray with the blue, the the blue batting jersey like there'll be a market for it because there's always that guy that doesn't want to blend in and now that everybody's wearing brown and gold again yeah watch there'll be some dink walking around on opening day (laughs) with the blue hat on but i just uh i loved it man this team and this fan base has just been smacked around so much for the last since 98 yeah That to see everybody get fired up like they did for the last couple of days, it was really, really cool. Happy for everybody. I'm on the
0: the Padre website right now. If you want to buy a a Padre Navy blue t-shirt, this says SD on it. Yeah. 27 bucks.
1: God, I got my kids. We went the final week of this season, and I got them a brown t-shirt, dark brown, with the 50th anniversary logo that I thought was cool. Yeah. And, they, and that shirt was like fifty percent off. I got it for like sixteen bucks. They love it. They wear it all the time. But no man, for me, all moving forward for my kids, all that stuff will be brown. They're not. They're not jersey guys to the point of saying, "Hey, I need a four hundred dollar jersey." Well, they're still growing.
0: You're crazy to buy a kid a four hundred dollar jersey. That's twelve.
1: Sure, but but. My point being, Dave, that it'll be the brown T-shirts for those guys, the brown hat. They dig all that. And I i, I thought the hats were cool. I thought all that stuff was cool. Great.
0: So Padres, obviously now the next move for them is moving forward. Uh-huh. Okay. And so you got the uniform thing out of the way. You heard Jeff say it yesterday. No more being at the bottom of the line as far as spending money. We're going to be one of the teams that's going to be at least more in the middle. We might not be what the Cubs, Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox are but we aren't going to be the last three either moving forward. So you're now hearing, guess what? All the guys that are on your wish list as Padre fans, other teams might want them too.
1: Like Strasburg back to the Nationals? Strasburg
0: back to the Nationals. Even the Phillies now have come out and say, we're chasing Garrett Cole. The Angels, the Dodgers have said, we're chasing Garrett Cole. Yeah. All of a sudden, that, that price starts to go up. And who's his agent again? Who are their agents again?
1: Right, Scott Boris. Yeah,
0: the guy that's basically – gets what he wants. And in my, a lot of times what is really a worst-case scenario for a lot of teams is not only does he not come to your team, but you don't find that he's not coming to your team till fucking February 1st. Well, I,
1: I'm going to jump right in there. What I would do if I was these teams, because we've seen it too much recently with pitchers that report late, they don't have an impact year. Like if he's not ready to go and re- ready to report with pitchers and catchers, man, I'm moving on. Yeah. I really am. You've seen it with too many of these guys. The last couple of years, these guys that show up and get a week or two weeks of spring training, Dave, I'm looking at Kimbrell, I'm looking at uh, Arietta, Dallas Keuchel, and others, Lance Lynn, right? I mean, there's yeah. a wide range of guys that may not be at the level of a Garrett Cole, but guys that did not have a full spring training and came in late and just were not the same guy. I don't know that arietta has been the same guy since he left Chicago.
0: No, but I think Arrieta is where Arietta is. I think that's why the Cubs Could let be. him go. I mean, Arietta has such a strange career that I think everyone was waiting for him to get busted for PEDs. Well, he was mm. garbage in Baltimore. Yeah. All of a sudden, he goes to the Cubs, and he's Roger it. Clemens, right? Yeah. And then you start to go, okay, what's up with this guy? Well, you know, I don't something know. Something seems fishy. Yeah. Really, his career seems fishy as shit. It doesn't make any sense. And then it goes right in the toilet, and then Theo says, all right, we're going to say goodbye to you. Yeah, And he goes to the Phillies, and they pay him a ton of money. And now that's one of those contracts you go, uh, it's not a good contract.
1: No, a bunch of those. But, like, if, if Boris is going to drag that thing out and keep these guys out until March 1st or March 15th, no goddamn way do I do that. And I wonder if he'll do that again. I mean, he has to look and see that the pitchers have not had the success uh, coming into camp as late as they have. But I don't know, man. It's going to be fun. I really do, Dave. I think they are going to be incredibly busy, incredibly active, and I've seen a couple of the guys that cover that beat say that by the time opening day rolls around here, with what the pods are going to try to do, what the pods expect to do, that the hiring of Jace Tingler will be about the least impactful move of the offseason.
0: Let me ask you this question about a guy you might want to bring here. You brought up Rendon probably mm-hmm. coming, or let's say you came here and then even change your positions. I, you and I, uh, you, you didn't say it was your idea, you just said it was being reported. No, it I, wasn't
1: even, hang on, it wasn't even being reported. It was just somebody who was at the event the other night. Well, talked, those guys were drunk. Talked to Seidler, <laughs> and Seidler apparently said to a fan who put it on social media, what about Rendon coming here to play second? So it wasn't reported by Casavell or Lynn, or AC, or anybody else, then who knows if Seidler even said it. Yes. It's just what a fan, a fan wrote. fan said. That's yeah. okay. a little different.
0: So here you go. I don't think Rendon comes here. It, doesn't, it, it would be so Padres to get two third basemen that want to stay at third base. It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to give you a San Diego guy to come back, though. You tell me what you think.
1: All right. Edgar Gonzalez.
0: No. Chris Bryant. On the trade yeah. block, not for third base, but for left field.
1: Yeah. I do it in a minute.
0: And Chris Bryant, of course, USD guy was college player of the year. The guys had a, had a, a crazy good career until twenty eighteen. He had a down year, <laughs> otherwise pretty good. So Chris Bryant's a guy that played one hundred and forty seven games last year, thirty one home runs, and again, guys familiar with San Diego, he's on uh-huh. the trade block right now with theo.
1: Yeah, be great.
0: So if you had Bryant in left, and you had uh you had Rimfro in right, you happy with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to know who's going to center. I also want to know what it's going to cost me to get Chris Bryant.
0: Well, what are you willing to give up? It's a great question.
1: Mm.
0: Would you give up Patino?
1: What's Bryant's contract situation?
0: I'm not sure what Bryant's contract situation is. Well, that
1: that would be a huge thing on it.
0: See, my thing is I would trade these minor leaguers out. My Gore is my one-not trade. Yeah. Everyone else is tradable.
1: But they're trying to move Wilson Contreras... So if you're moving Wilson Contreras out of Chicago, then maybe you can flip one of the catchers in that deal. Probably Hedges with the pitching staff. So Hedges could go there.
0: Can you imagine Hedges back with Andy Green in Chicago? That'd be crazy. Um, Chris Bryant's only 27 years old, by the way. He makes uh, almost $13 million a year.
1: Okay. But how long is he signed? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that would be the deal. How long do you have control over that contract?
0: It's, okay, so here you go. 2020, his base salary would be $18.5 million. Arbitration, uh, 2021, and then 2022, unrestricted free agent.
1: I may look other directions than than Bryant right now.
0: Don't you see, think, though, honestly, when you listen to Seidler and you listen to Fowler, like, hey, we're all feeling a shitload of pressure here. There's no, we aren't talking about 2023 for those guys. They're talking, when they said 2020, I honestly believe they think 2020.
1: Yeah, no, I think they do too. It's just, yeah, I really want to see what they do. I want to see what they do. I mean, 100% right up the middle. Who's your catcher? Who's your second baseman? And who's your center fielder? Right.
0: So, yeah, I understand, and a lot of people want to stay away from Mookie Betts because Mookie Betts is a free agent after next year when the season's over. Uh-huh. Chris Bryant kind of like having him around for a couple of years to see can, is is he worth the money, and if well, he's worth the money afterwards, you actually sign him to a contract and say we want to keep you here.
1: Yeah, well, you're not going to be able to move Will Myers to get him. No, and you,
0: so, no, you you aren't. You're going to be able to move Will Myers. Andy Green definitely doesn't want that. He knows uh-huh. what he has there.
1: Right, and so I don't know. Uh, I think Bryant's cool. I like it. I think your bigger priorities, like I said, are up the middle and one if not two starting pitchers.
0: Okay, go ahead. Give me your give me your where you set then. Because I think you have priorities all over the fucking place. Mm. I think you, you you are in trouble in left field. I think you are in trouble up the middle. Well, I think the only place you're safe, honestly, is, is short and third.
1: Well, Hosmer is going to be you're, your guy 1st
0: yeah, and that's that's a horrible decision making by the team. It was a horrible contract hey, for a guy up. that's not that good. Ron Fowler told him to his face, "You're dog shit." He better not have. Ron Fowler said, I, "I had a full head of hair until we signed you, asshole."
1: Whoa, it's a good way to get ragdolled up and down. <laughs> From who, Hosmer? Yeah, okay, he throws his shoulder out. Guys, spends uh,
0: more time lining up his beard than fucking batting practice.
1: My lineup would be. Mejia behind the plate, would be Hosmer at first, would be Tatis at short, would be uh, Machado at third, Renfro in right, and then everything else cleaned up.
0: Yeah, that's what they're stuck with.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to move that's that. That's a out. lot of fucking holes. Well, okay. I did even get to the pitching. I No, I have not. I haven't yet. How about the bullpen, asshole? You got to clean that fucking bullpen up. You got to clean a lot up. Noodle arm Craig Stamen's not coming back.
2: <laughs> and the only reason why I say it about
1: Craig Stamen is when I called noodle arm to Rivers, it's a shot. Goddamn, Stamen had a noodle arm in the sense that he could go every night. Fuck a guy through 100 straight nights.
0: It's a rubber arm.
1: Ah, same thing. <laughs> he did, though. You're right. In fairness, In fairness to Stamen, it should be he should have a rubber arm. Not a noodle arm, but God damn, they have a ton of work to do. But I just, Dave, I don't have any idea what the trade market is for any of these guys. Would who's on the market who can go? My idea of trading Hosmer got shot down because he's got no trade clause. Yes, I fucking hate those.
0: And you're stuck with with Myers, unfortunately. He starts making really good money, of course, and and he hasn't done anything. And you don't, so if you're a Padre fan. I think most Padre fans are done with. Well, you got to play him to show that he can still play to no. be able to trade him. We're
1: we're done with that. Yeah, they they've done that. They played him every day for four years. He's not going to wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden be Ron Kittle, <laughs> 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 right? Yeah, Ron Kittle. Yes, he just uh, the the guy is who he is and he frustrates me to no end but then i talk to people that are on that beat and they're like dude nice guy first guy to step up every night he's always there in front of his locker the whole thing i'm sorry man one of my least favorite guys to ever wear that uniform and you can say likable or whatever like, shit, I, of all the guys I'd love to have in the garage, I'd love to have Andy Green in here talking about Myers. But I think they're going to have to move Myers, and I think they're probably going to have to eat more than $30 million of that deal. I really do. I think they're going oh, to have yeah, to eat I a agree lot with of you. it. Unless they go $30 million and a top prospect, and whether it's Morihone or Patino... Uh, One of those guys, I don't have any idea, Dave. I don't know. It's just throwing darts at a wall. I have no idea what's in the mind of Preller as he tries to shake this thing up and get it back.
0: Let me give another one to you. Okay. Okay. This one you don't have to trade for. Again, 27 years old. Nicholas Castellanos.
1: Huge. I mean, I I watched that guy go crazy one night at Wrigley Field when I was there. 27
0: home runs last year, 289.
1: Yeah, but when he was a member of the Tigers, absolutely, go get him. Then he went to Chicago, and he goddamn looked like Ron Kittle and Dinky Dinky Doo all rolled into one. Fucking guy hit everything out of the park. If you're a Tiger fan, like my friend Brian Schilling, you got to feel like a complete dipshit right now, knowing that your team just gave up on that guy and flipped him out. I think he, I mean, I don't know. He's going to get crazy money on the market.
0: He's going to get good money. But, again, you don't have to give I up like the prospects. It. Yeah, I do, too.
1: I like that guy a lot. How old is he? He's 27. Oh, yeah. I like that move yeah. a lot.
0: I do, too. And put him again, on right. You, you, aren't have to, you don't have to worry about giving up Patino or anybody else.
1: Nope. Move him right out to right field. Put Renfro in left. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you're fine. Not bad like at all. deal.
0: Big dude, big body. Usually those guys don't get hurt as bad, as much as a small guy. 6'4", 203 is what he's at. Big guy, but again, 27 years old, you got to like the age factor. He's, i gotta he's probably got to the expert. Cubs
1: go deep to get him back.
0: You know, I thought the Cubs were going to go get him too. Now you're starting to hear that other teams obviously are stepping up because as yeah. you're right, he he came up big. If I'm a Tiger fan, I'm like, dude, were you half-assing it for us? Yeah. Because once he, he said he played for the Cubs, he felt like he was reborn because the games mattered.
1: It's unbelievable. But I watched – he had only been there for about less than 10 days when I got there. And you run in, and, and I'm sure somewhere along the line he'd played games at Wrigley, but you watched him run out to right field, and they treated him like a complete rock star. Yeah. Then he hits a home run that night. It was even crazier. Um, my guess would be he ends up back in Chicago.
0: You think he ends up back in Chicago? Yeah, with the Cubs. You know what's funny is I was watching a thing today. It was worst contract signings of the last 10 years. You know. Okay. There aren't a shitload of Padres there. and there's is not a chance to rip on the pods.
1: How about your Dodgers? The, the
0: guys um the Dodgers worst one was Carl Crawford. And that was oh, that, but, wow. he, but they took Crawford because they wanted Gonzalez is yeah. what they wanted. So and the Dodgers could afford to pay all that shitty money. Anyway, a lot of these went right back to sorry about that. A lot of these guys went back to uh went to Theo. Like we all think Theo's what yeah. a great GM because Theo will probably end up in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these contracts through you Darvish, through through uh, um, uh, God dang it, uh, who was I just? Oh, um, Jason Hayward. Oh, right. And they're going through all these, going man. But when you have a shitload of money, you can afford to make a lot of mistakes.
1: Yeah, Cubs fans not happy with that Kimbrel deal right now. But let's see what happens if he can come back. But yeah, there's there's a few of those deals that That, they're on the hook for.
0: Absolutely. And so uh, again, when you when you look through it, it's an exciting time for. Major League Baseball teams, as uh, Jeff was mentioning, uh, we were talking about it right before the show—the uh, winter baseball meetings.
1: Well, and the GM meetings get going this weekend. I think they're in Arizona, and then the baseball winter meetings, December eighth through twelfth at the Hilton downtown.
0: Okay, and last time they were there, things went batshit crazy, right? Crazy, right? It was right? nuts. Yeah, it was really exciting. That's when uh, that's when Preller got the whole rock star GM and everything attached to him. It was really cool.
1: Well, I. I mean, I guess you can start making moves now. Right? Yes. Yep. I mean, everything's wide open now. I um, I I want to see what the turnover is on this team. I mean, I I think whatever you feel about the ownership group, and there's some of you that are completely in, others that are not so much. The one thing we should all be able to agree on is they have not appeared to put any kind of handcuffs on Preller, Dave. They're telling Preller go do what he wants to do and giving him the financial flexibility to make some moves. You may not have the budget of the Red Sox or the Yankees, but you have a much better budget than probably the Marlins do or the Rays do. And I just want to see when like, all right, dude, here's the keys of the car. Take it out on the track and see, you know, your, your head's on the chopping block, make it happen.
0: I'm looking at the New York Post today. Listed their free agent predictions. Okay, they have okay. one free agent going to the Padres. Who's that? Cole Hamills.
1: That's an interesting one too.
0: And what it is, it's two years, twenty-eight million dollars. He's thirty-five years old right now.
1: You think it's going to cost you that much to get him?
0: Yeah, I think it'll cost you that much to get you get him.
1: I think you get him on a. Uh, he's how old? 35? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Uh, he's a guy that, man, that's a Hamels for me. Ah, shit. Did you have his own? I think his ERA was over four last year. Yeah. He
0: wasn't great. It wasn't, it wasn't great. I'll
1: look up. Colts. And the only problem with Hamels, I mean, if you're thinking that you're going to go, I mean, are you ready to give the number one spot to Garrett Richards and then have Paddock go in as your two?
0: Garrett Richards isn't going to last this season. Even if Garrett Richards is great, he gets hurt all the time. Three eight one ERA for Three, eight, Hamels one. last year. 7-7. Seven seven.
1: Yeah, shit, Dave. I'm not paying $35 million for that. Or, or what did you say? 28? $28 million. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, I, I, that. That, to me, is not smart money.
0: I'm with you. I don't need Cole Hamels at 35. Not a 7-7 seven and seven guy off the Chicago Cubs.
1: No, you're looking for a front-end guy. What do they say about Keichel? What what number did they put on Keichel? Let
0: me go back to it. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find it. Sorry about that. Got some goddamn tabs open.
1: Yeah, no, that's all right. I, For me, I would look for a guy like Keichel that you may be able to get. You like Keichel. You liked him last year, too.
0: You were well, hoping I did, him and I think,
1: I think what happened with Atlanta going down there and not getting a full camp, I think you can get a much better. I mean, last year they were talking about paying him $25 million a year. I don't think anybody's given him twenty million this year, but could be wrong. All I know is the number on him dropped a great deal in twelve months. And he,
0: I'm looking I'm looking for Go right now. Here he goes. He's the number ten free agent listed out there. It's okay. at Philadelphia Phillies, three years, forty eight million.
1: What a difference, man. Half price of what it was. He's how old? Thirty one?
0: Thirty one years old.
1: So now you're getting him at sixteen million? I may do that deal. What were his numbers last year? Again with basically no spring training?
0: May pull him up real quick. I thought they might have it there. So he, he um and, and again, I'll go through some of the other ones that they listed, but you're right. They do have him number ten. I'm I'm almost surprised. He's eight and eight, three seven five ERA. Man, I Very make similar. that
1: move. I make that move and go after More him. More because of the age? Yeah, I think he's affordable. I think you're getting him for half price for a year ago. I think he's a guy. With a little bit of an attitude that comes in. I like that move. And I think he comes in with something to prove. Uh, do you have the whole list yeah, right I do. there? I
0: do. I'll give, it to you. I'll give you the the top guys. I'll stop when you tell me you want me to stop. I mean, okay. If you ask for the money, I'll tell you the money. Angels is get Garrett Cole. Okay. He's the number one free agent. I think so. Okay. Rend, Rendon back to the Nationals. Makes sense. Seven years, 232. Wow. Okay. Strasburg back to the Nationals. Six years, 182.
1: Yeah, I'm not doing that. Not doing that deal. No way. Okay.
0: Zach Wheeler, number four. Now, Zach Wheeler wouldn't surprise me if he's a Padre. If That's I had to make one prediction, I'm saying Zach Wheeler would be the guy coming here.
1: Uh, what numbers are they? 29,
0: bro- 29 years old, four years, $85 million. $85?
1: 85. Okay. Thinking about that one.
0: Uh, Grundahl, they have going to the Mets. They have and Ryu going back to the Dodgers. What's the numbers on that? That's a great question because I think this is the one that you might want to throw your money into. Is uh, Ryu, who again has a chance of winning the Cy Young, my guess is he'll be right there in the top two, but three years, sixty million dollars.
2: I'm doing that. I'm
1: doing that one. Um, I'm doing that one more than than Wheeler.
0: You got Donaldson going to the Braves. You have uh, Odo Rizzi going to the Astros. I've called that kid
1: nineteen different names, but
0: (laughs) because he put the R after the D, but he's uh he's What's the number on him? 4 years, 66 million.
1: million. Uh, I don't like that fourth year.
0: Now for the he's Astros. How old? Older he's is he? 29.
1: I'm I'm going to walk away from that
0: one. And uh a, again, for the Astros, he would be replace Garrett Cole. That's what would happen <sighs> when when he leaves. Big shoes. All right. Bum Garner, I think this is what most people What's expected. That one? Okay, to the Braves. Bum Garner, 3 years, 60 million. Ah. Uh, 30 years
1: old. 30 years old man I like that guy at the top but I bet if I could get him uh, three years 60
0: three years 60
1: I, I mean he's Do you had, think he
0: does that to the Giants stays in the NL West does he go closer to home go back to the Braves he looks like a guy to be, be a brave
1: yeah he could he could kind of fit yeah I don't think he he is they're changing the whole thing up there they're happy to let him walk that yep. doesn't matter I would uh, I'd kick the tires on that one
0: Castellanos to the Rangers, 3 years 54 million.
1: Oh shit, I make that deal. Me too. I go I go i, I jump in on that for sure. Marcelo
0: right. Suna, 3 years 70 million. 70. White Sox.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Um Brett Gardner, I don't even know what the fuck is. number 3. Brett Gardner's worship. Brett Gardner. The, oh fuck, fuck that him.
1: guy. What's he getting? One, 1 year 4 million? 1 year 10 million. dollars he'll go back to New York cuz he's a savage. <laughs> The fucking cabbage in the box.
0: Okay, Mustakis, Angels, two years, twenty five million.
1: Let me ask you, Mustakas. I
0: like Mustakis. Move him to second base.
1: Can he play a second?
0: Yeah, he can. Thirty one years old. Played a lot of second with the Brewers, dude. I that I would he go have had that. him last year for five million bucks or six million dollars. Right.
1: I'll go get that guy. His numbers are great. Yeah. Well, what do gamer. they say?
0: What's the deal for two him? Two years, twenty five
1: million. $25 Twelve point five a year. I'm making that move. I'm yeah. with you. I'm in on that one.
0: DD back to the Yankees for one year, twelve. We don't need a shortstop. Jose nope. Abreu, we don't need a first baseman. Nope. Back to the White Sox. Um, Edwin Encarnacion uh, nope. to the Rays, one year, ten million for Car- and Encarnacion's numbers are great. Yeah, Porcello, not a big rich uh, a Rick Porcello fan. Thirty years old. Okay, let me, let me ask you there. What Should they say
1: we? on Porcello?
0: Okay, a Texas Rangers two years, twenty-five million.
1: Uh, no, because I don't, I don't, I think you have Lucchese and Lauer kind of fit that Porcillo for you. Yeah. Right. You need a, you need a nails guy at the top. I'm with you. Um, so yeah, not, not today, maybe a couple of years ago. Okay. Here's the guy
0: I, I like a lot as far as not going to the Padres so much, but more to the angels or the Dodgers. Will Smith, of course, the Giants closer 30 years old. Says he's going to the nationals. Great fit on the nationals. Three years, forty million. Big. That's big. Closers, uh. You yep. don't get that kind of money. I
1: tell you what, Dave, three years at forty million. So that is what, thirteen million a year? He's how old? He's thirty. Yates is how old?
0: Thirty two, gonna be thirty three next year, obviously. Well everyone's one year up, but thirty three.
1: I may try to flip Yates and then Go Will get Smith. Will Smith. But B- Yates is Yates is pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you got uh Dylan Betances for him, the Yankees, uh, two years, twenty million of the Dodgers. Uh, Travis denard the catcher, going to the Reds, three years, twenty three million. Yeah, ain't not doing Wade that. Miley, thirty two, any interest in him, left-handed pitcher? Not anymore. Blue Jays, two years, eighteen million. Okay. Um, Todd Frazier, fuck him. Yasiel Puig, a guy that's name has come up one, all the time. Listen to this though: for this amount of money, twenty-eight years old, one year to the Marlins for seven million dollars.
2: I'd do that.
0: I agree with you. I would do that. Not a bad one to talk to, right there. Here's the name you hear all the time to the Padres: is Corey Dickerson. Yeah. Outfielder, age thirty, Tampa Bay Rays. They say one year, eight million.
1: I'd probably do that too.
0: Um, Pineda, you know him well. Two years. It says back to the Twins. Two years, twenty million dollars. Howie Kendrick, he's just going yeah. back to the Nationals, one year, six million, and finally Ben Zobrist, thirty eight years old, Cardinals, wow. one year, five million dollars. Yeah, no, yeah, you're doing different. But I'm, does that upset you that the more Padres aren't listed in in what they say? And again, this is just the New York Post.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think they're on front and center on the radar. I think the Pods are still looked at as a small market team. Yeah, and I think the ownership group is doing everything they can to change that. Not, again, to change them to a large market team, but uh, I I just, I I think we can all, for those of us that really love that team, I think we can be pretty excited. I I agree. I do have a feeling that there will be a move in there that a lot of us on the surface don't like. I do think that's coming. Now, that could be Hedges, right? Yeah. I mean, Tatis isn't going anywhere. That could be Urias, could be Patino, like you said, but I have a feeling there's going to be a couple of guys moved off this roster that's not going to make some of you very happy.
0: If you were Preller right now mm-hmm. and you know that, hey, I got to fucking get my shit together this year, I mean, yeah. you know, how aggressive are you? Very. Yeah. I mean, I know you probably fell in love with a lot of you, the guys you drafted. Yeah, very. But you're like, man, I might have a chance to see these guys grow up. I got to be active right now if I want to keep my job.
1: Yeah, and I think the problem is it, it, does, it feels like you either have uh, four-star guys or yeah. two-star guys. Yeah. Doesn't feel like you have a lot of three-star guys. And the three-star guys would be the ones that I would be trying to flip all over town. Clean it out, thin it out a little bit. And improve your major league roster because, yeah, I think I think Ron Fowler is saying uh, for a couple years it was kind of cool that we were winning at uh, El Paso and Lake Elsinore, and guess what? It's not cool anymore. You got to win at Petco Park.
0: Yes, absolutely. And
1: if these guys can only win at AAA, then you better figure out a way to to either flip them out and improve the major league club.
0: Absolutely right. It's it's Again, it's an exciting time. This is my my favorite time of the year, whether the Padres are going to be active or not. I just like to see what other teams are doing. I always find it fascinating. I watched Moneyball today. When's oh, the last shit. time you watched Moneyball with Brad Pitt? It,
2: uh, Dave, it's
1: funny. Like That movie doesn't stream on anything. Yeah. It's not on Netflix. It's like, where'd you see it? was it? on Showtime. Oh, is
0: that right? Yeah, and I DVR'd it because you're right. It's never fucking on.
1: Never on, and I love that movie. Yeah. Pretty fun.
0: I, I do, too. It's, here's my, my deal. I'm not a big drinker or smoker or anything else, but every time Brad Pitt fires a dip in, I got to fire a dip in. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sitting there throwing in. The one that's that interesting, because we know some of the guys in that movie. Yep. And so uh, when you look at Grady Fuson, you know, right. and you go, well, Grady Fuson comes off as a real asshole in that yeah. movie. Art Howe comes off as an asshole yep. in that movie. Art Howe wasn't an asshole. No. And he, and Philip Seymour Hoffman is such a good actor. He's great. And, and you're like, ah, it's poor. It's a shame that guy's not alive anymore. But you, you're sitting there going, we know Grady. We, you know, yeah. Art Howe. I told Art Howe when I was a kid that the first time I played little league baseball, I was on the Astros and I wore number eighteen because I played first and he he played first and wore number eighteen also. Yeah. He looked at me uh, surprisingly not like a freak and he hugged me like for <laughs> an uncomfortably long part of time. I swear he was about to cry. He was so happy that.
1: Somebody wore a number in his honor. He was cool as shit. I remember Josh Rosenberg and I on one of the all-time classic radio road trips. Went to Peoria. Yeah, and we went to Peoria. Tell you three things that happened on that trip. <laughs> and we had Paul D Podesta was there working for Alderson. Yeah, and he didn't he didn't really say much. He was nice enough. He was just kind of quiet, maybe yeah. a little socially awkward and I don't remember if it was Rosie who brought it up or or if I brought it up, but we brought up uh, Jonah Hill playing him in that movie. God dang, he went for 10 minutes. How the heck did that happen? <laughs> like, I don't look at anything like that guy. Not but at he, all. But to De Podesta's credit, the way I remember it, Rosie hears these shows. He can correct me if I'm wrong. I think he was cool about it. Yeah. Like I think he was cool. All right. So here's uh, two other things that happened. I really wish you would have been on this I road know, trip.
0: But I love I love this. I love the stories in here. There's one I don't know if you're gonna tell it, but it makes me laugh every time.
1: So Rosie and I were standing and I Mike, I think it was with Kevin Boyle. And we were standing outside of the Padres locker room talking to Clayton Richard. And I see an old guy walk into his car. And for whatever reason, I was convinced Love it. that that was Coach Jim Dietz yeah, of the San favorite. Diego State Aztecs. And I just, like, something hit me over the head. I just started yelling, Dietz! <laughs> Dietz! Were you guys good friends? You no! and Jim Dietz? I don't know that outside of, like, one or two times. I don't
2: even know that we had him on the show twice. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I was, it was so so
0: important for you to talk to him and bring him over.
2: Right, and then I'm yelling at him, and Clayton Richards like, "What?"
1: And I like go, and then I got like ten feet away from the guy. And I realized it wasn't Coach Deeds, and Rosie said, uh, "Like, what were you going to say if it was him?" I yeah. go, "Fuck, I have no idea." <laughs> it's
0: so fucking.
1: Funny. I, love and that then, story. I don't know what the hell went through your mind. I have no idea to this well, day. Were you
0: having heat stroke? Yeah, it must have. We're at Salty Margaritas, wherever the fuck that no, place was. No, then we
1: go to Salty Senoritas. See, Salty Senoritas. And we're doing a show there. Tony yeah. Gwen Jr. rides his bike over. We're doing the show. And they're bringing us, Dave, I swear it's like iced tea or Coke. Yeah. I'm not drinking. <laughs> and I called the waiter at the end. I go, hey, thanks, Jasmine. Jasmine, like a chick's name. Yeah. And Rosie's like, what in the fuck is the matter with you? I don't know what the hell is the matter with me. Why would I call him very nice guy, Jasmine? So then, on that same trip. What are you doing? Oh, dude, I have yeah, I'm no in idea. A stroke. Yes. Then we had Carl Armstrong. Yes. Was working on our show. And Carl Armstrong says to me, Rosie, and the great Kevin Boyle. I've never had guacamole in, our, in my life. Like, what? <laughs> you live in San Diego. Like, you've never yeah. gotten Take three it roll easy, Yeah. Yeah. You've never had three roll tacos with guacamole? He goes, no. So we go to the table, and at the senorita, people remember this place out in Centerfield, which I guess they're out of business now. Yeah. But they did table side guacamole. Well, the girl comes out. She scoops out the avocado. She's dicing onions, and she's just got this thing. It's like a masher, Yeah, and she's mashing the guacamole. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to the point that this girl was almost sweating. (laughs) But it's kind of cool. Carl's first time. We enjoy it, the whole thing. And about 10 chips in, Carl goes, man, this is really good. Can you do that again? And we're like, shut the fuck up. Like you've survived 31 years without it. No, you asshole, you don't need it again. We'll drive you by TJI Fridays if you need more. But between Jasmine and Coach Deeds and guacamole and Carl slept that trip straight up in a chair. Remember the typical yeah. extra move yeah, that yeah, you
0: put three guys in one room?
1: Yeah. And Bill Center was like, dude, you are not sleeping upright on a chair. He's like, I've got, they put us in a house and there's an extra bedroom that nobody's using. And God damn it, Bill Center didn't That's tell cool. Carl Armstrong, just take our guest room. I can't be listening to these stories of you. <laughs> Did sleeping. he do it? Did he yeah. go sleep over there? Good for him. Bill Center's the best. But, um, what the fuck? He slept
0: in a chair. Like, yeah, he was like, a weekend at Bernie's.
1: Yeah, like in <laughs> the party. But hell? I can't give him shit because I was chasing some random guy that I thought was Jim Dietz around the parking lot. That yelling, don't even know
2: Dietz! I don't know what the fuck happened to me. I was even fucked up.
1: Like I hadn't had drinks or nothing. Yeah, I hadn't oh smoked gosh. weed. No. Hey, Clayton Richards like, what the hell is the matter with you? I'm like, I don't have any idea. Honestly, have no idea what I was going to say to Coach Dietz right there. You know, it's funny. We
0: probably have been to Phoenix on this show, probably what well, a lot, right? At, at least, I and mean, we have a Between shitload of stories. Spring training and the uh, Super Bowl, yeah, Super Bowl twice. Take, taking uh, listeners out, that was that was mm. great during spring training with Costa. Yep. Fuck, man, the one and I was just con- Alan Horton. I know listens to this show in Minnesota, wherever the fuck the Wolves are this week here's the deal i was just saying to jeff last night i can't believe how good alan is at what he does unbelievable colleges. now i listen to him all the time okay honest i'm listening through serious radio all the time of catching these wolves games but we had an incident where we were in in spring training and alan fell down the stairs okay it was just him and me you weren't there okay, okay. you're alone in the room or something he goes shooting down like 10 stairs <laughs> dude it was like that fucking idiot when you're a little kid in Sesame Street, the guy carrying all the cakes. He just goes right down the fucking stairs. <laughs> okay. And he hits the bottom. He's like going break his shoulder or something. And I couldn't fucking breathe. All right? Yeah. I, I laughed my ass off. I swear, he didn't talk to me for a week. He was so mad at me for not checking on him that he was okay. But I couldn't fucking breathe, dude, watching a guy
1: I, fall down the stairs. My favorite Horton road trip story took place in Philadelphia. And you and I were just talking about what a shithole Philadelphia is. <laughs> And me, Horton, and my old roommate, Laura, uh, Laura and I go to New York. We spend four days in the city. It was right after 9-11. Yeah. And then we come back, and it was the flying, I think we caught up with the group, with the Flying Casillas Brothers. Yeah. And we went downtown Philly. It's middle of December. Downtown Philly, and we start drinking. And we're doing shots and lemon drop shots, the whole thing. Well, about 1030 at night, it's going loud in the bar. And I know the next day I have to be on with you doing the pregame show.
0: Yeah.
2: And
1: you can't go out and be like, hey, what's up, Dave? Oh, it's so emotional in Philadelphia. I just got hammered. <laughs> um. But so I like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. 'Cause we have an early game tomorrow. You and I did like a three hour pregame show. Yeah, and
0: the next night you have to be in San Diego and do Monday night football at Paula Casino.
1: Yes, yeah. exactly right. So uh so I get to the booth and I roll in whatever time we go on, I think it's ten AM in Philly, and I get there at nine forty five and Horton is just fucking yakking into a trash can. <laughs> just fucking yakking into a trash can. And I'm like, what the fuck? Shh. We'll get on. (laughs) And I'm like, God damn. So I'm in the back row. There's like, we're in this booth in the old vet stadium. And up front is where Ted and Hank are going to be. Yeah. And then there was kind of like a middle area, and then there's like a back row. Not not much different than if you, at Qualcomm well, at Qualcomm, but it's the actual radio booth. And so I'm in the back, and I just shove myself to the left. Kind of want to watch this idiot throw up. I don't want to <laughs> smell anything. I just want to be away from the crime. Well, about uh, we're fine till about. Ten forty-five-ish, and about ten forty-five, the way I remember it. and This is eighteen years ago. Former special teams player for the Chargers, now analyst Hank Bauer comes in. Who? Hey, what the hell's going on in here? I am like, <laughs> I am like, Horton's yakking into that can because Laura got him all fucked up last night. Hey, you gonna be? Yeah, hey, I don't want to smell that during the game. And I'm dying. Hank just fucking scolds Alan for like, and Alan, you could just tell his head is just, <laughs> oh, just crushing him. <laughs> uh, and like, I'm like, dude, do you need a water? You want a Coke? You want some? I, no, no, no. Hey, where's Ellen? Where are the game notes? <laughs> and I'm just Fucking rolling. And Bauer's winking at me. It's funny as shit. But that... And then uh, one time with you in Arizona. Ha-
0: something happened in Philadelphia. I don't remember. like th- As Jeff said, we were working, I think it was like 87 days in a row. Yeah. We were so sleep deprived. And and it didn't help that you said, well, I'm shooting off to New York in the middle of this and fucking with the time change and everything. But you said something that offended the Chargers on that trip.
2: Oh, the
1: next day on the Monday night game. Okay. we were. It was the Monday night game at Paula. I remember this. We had the Monday night show out at Paula Casino. So yeah. we fly all day, we get home, and uh fucking Scott Yaffe <laughs> calls me and says, "Hey, uh, we don't have any Charger guests for you." So I I think I texted Mark Banker, who was the defensive coordinator at that time, to come on. But my intention was to say, like, hey man, we flew all day, and while things are going really bad for this team, yeah, like we're not giving up, we're here grinding. Well, the problem was, I hadn't slept because we'd done 94 straight days, and I was like, I think I said, Dean owes us an apology, <laughs> the Chargers owe you an apology. You did, oh, it was crazy. It was fucking crazy. That's I remember Dave Sniff who... Uh, he's like, you got to call Stahn. Yeah, I remember
0: he said to me, I think I got to fire your partner. And
1: I was like, what? Oh, I was so... But I knew what was going to happen. Did I knew Mark really, Banker was coming on. I remember that no, exactly.
0: I, yeah, and then no. I remember Sniff's like, I'm looking at Sniff like, you're going to fire the guy. He's worked like
1: 87 days in a row. What well, are you
0: talking about?
1: So I called Stahn and I was like, look, I was going to rally the troops. And he's like, do you even remember what you said? I was like, <laughs> no. He's like, listen to the tape and call me back. I listened to the tape, and I basically was like, you need to fucking apologize <laughs> to you. I was
2: like, oh, shit.
1: Was- but I called Stom back. I go, oh, shit. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> and Bill, to his credit, was like, get the fuck out of here. You're done. So, so as much shit as I will talk about the Chargers, yes. that could have been one night where I probably would have been justified to be run out, yeah, and they, they didn't. They, no, no. And and Sniff had your back, too. He didn't want to do it. It was, it was like. Oh, it, I it, was 100%. And in my was, head, yeah. I thought I was just rallying the troops. Oh, I was. Uh, no, I was 100% out of line. I don't remember any of that shit. I thought it was just like the old-fashioned like, hey, don't throw in the towel, guys. We're here for you. Come on. Yeah. We're oh not quitting. You win one got... for the Gipper speeches.
0: You yeah. thought you were giving in uh, your head?
1: Uh, yeah. It, it, what actually went out was like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> That's what went out. I flew my ass out That's here all day. It's organization's to a fucking
0: Paula. joke. Your owner's a
1: joke. You all suck. Can you imagine if Woods did that?
2: Yeah. Oh, Woods or anybody on
1: did. a flagship? No, but I, I don't mean that as a shot yeah. at Steve. I'm just saying as... um yeah, when you're on a flagship. But then I went back and listened to it. I was like, oh,
2: God.
0: I remember... <laughs> this is what I remember about this thing. Is, yeah. Is you come back from Philly in New York. You're beat to shit. Beat to okay. shit. Fun trip. We have to do the show in Paula Casino, which for us, it's an, out, an hour, over an hour drive out there and shit yeah. to, to do that. I'm doing the... Guide, at that time, I'm doing the morning sports reports. Oh, yeah. And this is the same year as, as 9-11. The Chargers are horse shit. Just fucking terrible. And... um. And I remember listening back to that because when Sniff said, fuck, I think I got to fire the guy. It reminded me of uh, Ron Burgundy. Ron, I got to fire you. Well,
1: yeah, <laughs> then, was, well was they funny. fucking let us go four months later because we didn't yeah. break the union. So That was
0: it. But then when I went back and listened to that one, that was the same show. You're fucked up. Horton was oh. yakking 12 hours earlier. I'm, About I go off, the
2: Rick Roberts shit?
0: Yeah I, go, yeah, I go off on Rick Roberts and sharks eating people in Florida and nobody gives a fuck anymore because of 9-11. And, and
1: Red light <laughs> cameras and you're like, what, is, what does he care? He <laughs> lives on a boat. You can hear Horton laughing his ass off.
0: And I'm like, all three of us should have been a fucking science project for a fucking, <laughs> what ha- this is what happens if you don't sleep for four months.
1: Um. Yeah, no, I would have been 100%. Uh, yeah. They, yeah, 100% when I heard it back and- so I say, man, the Chargers, for as much shit, we were pretty fucking out of control at that time. They put up with a lot of shit from us. Like, <laughs> Bill Johnston and I had a few laps around the track, but he was great. And then just, yeah, the other one is I just saw something. The guy who had the quote from Dean about we're not effing, leaving, bullshit, yeah. all that things was Mike DiGiovanna. Oh. From the LA Times. Yeah. And Mike DiGiovanna is the guy that I could not say his name on the air. And as many stupid moments as we've had on this show, I actually had to have the guest. You couldn't do anything. Brian Heap didn't do anything to help me. And so we just would have to say, hey, Mike, remind everybody who you are. I'm Mike DiGiovanna, and I'm with the LA Times. Thanks, Mike, because I cannot say it tonight. Another thing, when you work 104 straight days, Whatever the fuck it was. You just couldn't get out of your own head. Yeah. And then the guy who had that quote on Twitter was Mike. And he was great. He put up with my shit.
0: Oh, my gosh. It made me laugh. It's so fucking funny, man. Um, Look at Alan Horton. He ended up better than any of us. So good. (laughs) He gets a job with the NBA nonstop. Good for him is right. Hey, want to mention Alan Taylor over at Taylor Made Pools, Taylor Made Pools are the ones that can put that perfect pool in for you. Look, it's uh, Veterans Day, hot as shit. Yep. Would have been a great day to be in that pool. Alan Taylor's your guy. Right now is the time to start calling Alan, making that appointment for their brand new pool. If you have a pool that's not working in proper condition, he can do the full remodel also on commercial and residential as well. Make your backyard into a staycation by calling Alan Taylor at Taylor May Pool, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452.
1: Dave, I'm glad you mentioned the remodel because I think we've all had it happen. Where you go to a friend's house, and they may not even mention that they have a pool. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know you had a pool here. And then you go back, and you're like, well, now I know where I don't mention like it. it looks like
0: the one from The Karate Kid.
1: Yeah, it looks like the one from The Shining. <laughs> the little kid in the corner, Red Room.
2: you like, God dang. What the hell is that?
1: Yeah, don't go back there. Pull the drapes. Well, uh, call Alan and his team, and they can come back there and change that thing around it'll be looking fantastic. And I just, I see it all the time and I go through it all the time. I I have uh, 12-year-old kids and, man, they get bored so quick. And you look for different things that you want to do or go here, go there, do these kind of things. Man, if you're lucky enough to have a pool, and I mean a cool tailor-made pool in your backyard, you never have to fight that fight again. They're going to come home and say, I want to do one thing. I want to barbecue. I want to watch the game. And I want to hang out in the pool. So, yeah, check out our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. If you click on that sponsor page, go to Tailor Made Pools. You can see for yourself they are absolutely beautiful, and the next one will be the best one because that's going to be the one going into your backyard.
0: Absolutely. Also, don't forget about Dan Williams. He's your financial guy you need to talk to. Dan's your guy to make sure where your money will last. I tell you, as the year is ending, as 2019 only has uh, basically less than 60 days in it, Dan's the guy you want to start talking to. Why don't you start 2020 with a fresh start and figure out, let's get a plan together. Let's understand what we're doing with our finances. How much longer do you have to work? Dan's your guy. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813.
1: Man, Dave, it is now all of a sudden that time where you start looking ahead and it's Thanksgiving and then Christmas is right here. And then all of a sudden, maybe you're like me and you got that thing today. Hey, don't forget, December 15th, your auto insurance is up for six months for two cars and it's 700 bucks. And then you look at your kid and you're like, you know what? Three days ago, your smile was fine. And now I'm reminded that you're going to need braces again for the second time in your life. And we're going to have to get that done. All of these different things come in and you have to know the way that you can manage your bills while paying your mortgage and the guy who can help you do that is Dan Williams and Dan can help you 858-688-6813 borrow smart repay smart is such a great book for any homeowner and then how to buy a home with no money down for those of you in the military Dan's such a proud supporter of the honor foundation so great to talk about him as our friend today on veterans day But make sure you have a financial plan in place. Don't try to wing it. Just make sure you're locked in. Give Dan a call, 858-688-6813.
0: Also, Brian Curry selling real estate all over San Diego County for a number of years. Brian's your guy. If you're trying to figure out where you want to be in San Diego because you're looking for a change, nobody knows San Diego like Brian Curry. Believe it or not, I have some uh, friends of mine, neighbors, who said, hey, "Hey, guess what? I'm retiring at the end of the month. And I said, that's fantastic. He's staying in the neighborhood Nope, we're moving to IB. I go, IB, are you in your fucking mind?
1: What are you going to do there other than wash yourself every day? Great decision. I can't wait for you to be out of the neighborhood.
0: IB, don't make that horrible mistake of going IB. Brian Curry's your guy. They're great neighborhoods throughout San Diego. Make sure you call Brian Curry, 619-251-155. It sounds like a horrible spinoff from Baywatch. 619-251-1588. I'll give that number again. 619-251-1588.
1: Nobody better than Brian Curry on any day, but especially today on Veterans Day. My main man, flown helicopters. And I told him, listen, when we go to open houses, we're going to do one thing. We're going to fly in. We're not even driving in.
2: (laughs) Where do you want to go, Jeff? Here we go, Raider. Over. Wind's coming in 22 knots We're gonna fly right Into this neighborhood Delmar <laughs> Sounds good BC Let's roll <laughs> it's gonna be I, us. I like
0: when you say over I'd be the guy That forgets to say over too
2: Dave you done back there Over <laughs> Oh yeah Sorry BC I'm over it. Over
0: <laughs> You know what This is why you couldn't Be the military You would just be the guy That goes I'm over it Shut the fuck up you just scream right at me <laughs>
2: We don't need custody Guys We wear this uniform Probably over Gunny Sergeant Curry will kick your ass if he hears you cussing. Private Palette, shh, over. BC, let's go find some place where there's a tailor-made pool and a couple of real hotties. Over. Shh, Jeff, uh, stay off the mic, please. i trying to fly this thing. Thank you. Over. Uh,
1: <laughs> that'd be great, man.
2: We are going to roll into Eastlake, bud? Then maybe down to uh, Kelly Cover and some lunch. Over. <laughs> uh, Cone your mic now. Over. Be great. We swing by Studio City. I think Lisa and Michelle Ryan and Jeannie Pepper waiting for us. Do we got room for all three? I guess with those three, it'd be all six. <laughs> Over. What a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine we fly back there? Oh, my gosh. Game's looking a little green, Brian. We may want to land this thing, that lactose intolerant kid. <laughs> a couple too many strawberry daiquiris. Over. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, hey, Brian. Yeah, Al Horton had another rough night out last night in Philadelphia. <laughs> had a couple too many greyhounds and enjoyed the chicken nachos. Let's bring this thing down, baby. Over. <laughs>
1: Um, I don't even remember what I was telling you about, Brian. I think I'm going uh, looking at houses with him. And then we're going to fly helicopters. Oh, my gosh. Me, Brian, Dagmar, <laughs> Katie Temple. Katie Temple. <laughs> That's be, yeah. What happened to Ginny Pepper? Uh, we had a letter. <laughs> we couldn't bring her. Oh, my gosh. Uh, nobody better. Yeah, you can have fun. The guy's the greatest, especially
2: oh on
0: Veterans Day. Okay, congratulations to uh, Brian's son, who won who won Offensive Player of the Year Love over at Poway. Love that. Really cool.
1: Yep. Awesome. Awesome guy and knows the business better than anybody.
2: I'm over, Dave.
0: <laughs> also, Kyle Fluker, Finally, want to thank Kyle for everything he does through the websites. If you have that brand new website that isn't working the way you thought it was going to work, Kyle's your guy to fix it. If you're thinking about starting a website, Kyle's the guy to start it. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621.
1: I had not heard anything from Horton. I had not heard anything from Geffner until today when Geffner's like, I'm in. <laughs> our buddy, the voice of the uh, Miami Marlins, Horton hasn't heard it yet. You've been busy. Uh, Angel had the best one who said, uh, Jeff, I want the Tijuana yeah. uh, franchise for babesonprobation.com. It's going to be our new um, our new meet and greet website. For girls that made mistakes in the past and are now part of the Lonely Hearts Club, Kyle Pfluger, uh ignores me every time I launch these ideas. <laughs> and it's incredibly frustrating, but this one's going to be a moneymaker, Dave, and I'm excited for it. Uh, we may need somebody like you to come in and write bios or do whatever uh, you can do. What do you bring to this? Uh... My eyes. I bring my eyes. Yeah, just yay or nay? <laughs> Uh, and then uh, don't forget it'll be great on Valentine's Day we'll have a live broadcast from the front lobby at Las Colinas. <laughs> so we launched the website, Disappointing Joseph will be out there. Uh Cali Comfort will cater the night. It'll be great. <laughs> it'll Thanks, be Sean. Fantastic.
0: All right. So you're you're headed off to uh to Canada. Uh oh.
1: Wednesday morning, six AM flight. Uh when's the last time we flew anywhere? That's funny you
0: say that, man. It's been a while. I don't think I've been on a plane. I went to Las Vegas uh, a couple months ago.
1: But that's a short one. This well, you, you just said flew anywhere. What well, do you want me to you, say? I
0: got you. The furthest flight, um, New York last year. Oh, yeah. New York and Boston right, last year. right, I'll
1: ask you. When you flew to New York, yep. especially considering the fact that the leg room is perfect if you're Lafitte Pink Jr. Yeah, no shit. Um, but when you went on that plane, that's a good one. Uh, what you bring with you onto the plane? Where you at? I
0: always bring uh the phone, usually the okay. iPad because oh, they, they have uh, Wi-Fi, so I can sit there and watch whatever I want. I'll tell you right now, my favorite airline that I, I've flown recently is JetBlue. I never flew yeah. JetBlue until last year, and it was like what we're doing right now. We're watching Direct TV as we're we're sitting here uh, doing the show. Dude, everything on uh direct TV is right there in front of you. I mean, you don't need the, the iPad. You're just sitting there watching. I remember watching. I think I was watching Baker Mayfield in his first game.
1: Pretty wild, right? And
0: yeah, I'm watching the entire football game. It was fantastic. The legroom was great. I mean, I'm I'm six three. My my son's six six, and usually we aren't comfortable at all on planes. Yeah, um, it was, it was fantastic. Told? I wish I had. A, do you have a mileage card? Like, do you have I a? Do. What, what airline is it connected to?
1: Um, I have one for United. Okay, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly. Um, I don't use United anymore because United just I liked it for the schedule. Yeah. Because I could get out of here relatively early, and for the different flights that I was doing, I could get into Toronto. Not bad. Yeah. like And one stop and and be done. But I've got that. But and my man HJ Preller, I I got to talk to him because he said there's a way I can transfer these miles. Um, I flew American like the last two or three shows that I did and then but I'm actually because of scheduling uh, Wednesday I'm going out Delta and okay. I've heard good things from guys in my company that have done this trip we go to Salt Lake City we're in Salt Lake City really quick and then we get into Toronto which I like like three o'clock Wednesday so we've got all night even though it's 21 degrees there and then uh, coming home. I was able to leave at like seven o'clock. I go through Detroit for like an hour, and then I'm home at like eleven. So scheduling wise and finance wise for my company, I was I was like bringing my flights in cheap, yeah, because then they let you go again. Um, but I, it's always Dave. One of those things where you're like, all right, well, what do you need? Because there's always three people jammed in, and I should be more of an aisle guy. But that aisle man, people are leaning on you and kicking you in, doing all that. You see
0: Trotter's picture of flying the one today on Twitter? No. The girl with the crazy long blonde hair who was just hanging into his lap. She put the seat back and the hair was over the back of the seat and the hair was just right on his lap. Are you kidding? I'm telling you,
1: Dave, we, I, there are people like Jim that fly a lot more than I do, but we do a couple of trips. Like I'll go, I mean, we're doing this short Oakland trip in December May have to go to Orlando in January. And then I think I'm pretty much done until Toronto in May. And um, like people are just such obnoxious pricks on a flight. <laughs> like People are just fucking obnoxious on a flight. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, who's that much of a douche? Yeah. Um, But I'm like, I just feel like. You go all right. What do you need? I like your idea with the phone. I have a tablet, and so really good pair of headphones is mandatory. Yeah, of course. You gotta have noise canceling. So I got, I got beat headphones, which has been great. Good. And then I'll let you know on Delta because American, the one thing about United had, like you said, they charged us for it, but they had Direct TV. Where you could just pay like ten bucks for worth the it. flight? Oh, yeah, yeah, completely. And then uh, and then you could just watch whatever. Yeah. Can yeah. you sleep on planes?
0: No, not a sleeper on planes. I'm paranoid. I don't know why. I keep thinking people are going to fuck with me. I don't know why, but I am wide yeah. awake on on planes. But now I have a card I just got a few months ago that's connected to American. That's why I was asking. Oh, you. that's good. But I wish it was JetBlue. W- and, and I should have gone that route. My wife is going to, I don't know, interested people are in this, but we talk about Dan Williams a lot mm-hmm. on how to manage your money. My wife's going to Ireland in a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Her friend's paying for the trip because she has so many goddamn miles built yeah. up on it. Says, hey, I'm a, uh, you want to go with me? I don't have anyone to go with.
1: My dude H.J. Preller is amazing. On, on, stuff which, like, on yeah, which car to take and everything.
0: That's what I was. I was saying it's a smart move to to do if you think about it. If you like to travel, you want to see things. Yeah. Start hooking your stuff up to one of those cards. Just pay it off at the end of the month, and yeah, then, what, um, yeah. and then you're you're set. But should have done it years ago. You know, as far as being a you know, t- you know taking advantage of trips and different things I want to see. Yeah. And and I don't have a huge bucket list, but there are things I want to see.
1: See, and I don't get. Well, my and the problem is. If we, it would be different to if I paid for the flight and my company reimbursed me. Yeah, but they don't. Same thing with hotels. So people are like, well, oh, you got to get a travel card. Well, it doesn't matter. The only thing I'm getting credit for at the hotel when I'm gone for a week is the incidentals. So what the fucks that? Sixty bucks a day. Yeah. I thought gonna get me shit. <laughs> Which is fine, man. Like I'm not. Like there are some I know there are some companies where the the miles go to whoever's yeah. flying and doing all that, but everything like it's my company does it really, really good, where it's pretty easy for us to get around. like we just book it and they pay for everything. the hotel room's paid for, and you just go check in and put your card down. i I would say this if you're traveling. Man, you got to make sure if you're traveling for business, make sure that that hotel is only charging you. Like, find out what they're putting on your card. Like, I have a card that's only, I was telling you the other day, the only time I use it is on these trips. Yeah. And my boss is great about if you get your expenses put in, you get paid relatively quick, so you pay it down. But no, that's when I was like, well, I don't know why I have this card. It doesn't really matter. So I flip to a. Uh, use credit cards at all?
0: Yeah, actually, right now just that American card. Like I'll yeah. buy a gas, within everything else that. Yeah. I think my wife has like our bills hooked up to it. I don't do the bills.
1: I have a Capital One card that I use for shit and then pay it down really quick, but I like that one because you get cash back every month. Yeah. And they actually, so all of a sudden you look and you're like, oh, was twenty five bucks or thirty bucks, and I don't think they charge me anything. So. But yeah, all those things it's really amazing, but it's amazing if you're the one paying for the flight. And if I'm not paying for it, miles go to my boss, which is fine. I'm not complaining about that. So, uh but anyways, Dave, I am leaving Wednesday and then up there for an entire week. That's cool. So I don't get back. Yeah, don't get back till midnight a week from Wednesday. So, um I'll we'll figure it out. There may be a could be uh are you around uh week from today?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm around. All
1: right. So maybe we'll just do one, a short one, just kind of check in, recap the week and I think and, the
0: Chargers play the Chiefs on Monday night football next week. In Mexico oh, shit. City.
1: So um so yeah, maybe uh maybe Monday or Tuesday, whatever yeah. we'll knock them out. And then uh, there'll be short ones, but just on the phone. Sorry, and then uh, we'll be back to normal after that.
0: Hey, real quick question before we get out of here, because uh-huh. someone says something that that kind of made me think for a second. I'm one of those guys that I don't I don't break the law. You know what I mean? I'm, number one, I'm a karma guy, so I don't uh-huh. I don't I don't steal or if I can rip somebody off. Like I have a buddy of mine who will go through a drive through. And the first window, he'll say, dude, I forgot my wallet. Fuck, I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry for taking your time. And then he'll just go to the second window and take the food.
1: Oh, shit.
0: And I'm like, dude, you're stealing.
1: That is stealing. Yeah. They can get your plate on and, that.
0: And I straight out wouldn't wouldn't do that. When he's telling me the story, and it's like, dude, I've been doing it for years. It, it, it kind of made me nervous because right. I don't do that shit. It's you just a lot to not freak out. Get your name in the
1: paper for that. <laughs> dude, it's kind of crazy. So I was
0: talking to this guy the other day who says every day he drives to work, he drives in the carpooling. Oh
1: shit. That's a 400
2: dollars fine. That's
0: what I said to him. And he goes, dude, they aren't gonna get me. I go incognito. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I drive a Prius. No one's ever checking fuckers and Priuses. he says to me. And I go, how long have you been doing this? He goes, I've been doing it for eight months. Yeah, he's so he's dead. never gotten busted.
1: You gotta get a four hundred dollar ticket. Yeah.
0: He's gonna and he but I laughed that he thought he because he has a Prius, he can hide behind it.
1: Does that kind of shit, when you see guys drive by you solo, it happens. Oh, it happens all the time. What pisses you off, more, Seeing somebody do that or somebody driving by you actually with their phone up to their ear.
0: They both piss me off. The one that I really want is the guy, and I drive decently fast, the guy that's driving 110.
1: God, right. And doesn't
0: get pulled over. And I'd so bad want to see a CHP get that guy. Right. Because I'm like, I want to drive 110 too, but I don't because I follow the fucking law.
1: Yeah. Like, even if you're going... Yeah, there'll be days when you go, fuck, man, I'm going 85, and this guy is flying behind me. like you're sitting still. Yeah. But, man, dude, my kids are starting to ride bikes to school. Yeah. And that shit freaks me out. Freaks me out because I said to them today, I go, nobody pays attention anymore. Yeah, they don't. Like, I I go, I swear, I'm tempted to open an Uber account just to get you back and forth just because riding bikes, everybody's talking, fucking around eating.
0: They got women putting makeup on on the way to work because they, they're trying to save five Come minutes at home. Come on,
2: bitch. Do that shit. At- <laughs>
0: Paint that face at home, bitch. <laughs> so it, I don't how far do they have to ride the bike?
1: Well, it's weird, too, because it's like downhill. They got to cross Elkhorn Boulevard. They got to shit. cross Uni.
0: Do they do sidewalk or do, they do the street?
1: I guess they could. They haven't started it yet, but it's coming in a couple of weeks. Fuck. Because, dude, they don't have... Yeah. I mean, they don't have free busing anymore. Like, in your district, everybody's got to pay, and it's like 80 bucks a month to ride the bus per kid. Like, it's insane. And so... uh, How much is
0: it to Uber? Have you looked looked at it?
1: No, I haven't. I mean, but shit, it's got to be 20 bucks a day, right? No, I don't know.
0: That's what I'm saying. It might might not be that much. It might not be a bad deal.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I they're they're
0: excited about it. And then he fucked it up. Jake did it. Jake did uh, Uber. I put it a thing on and said, well, school's a mile and a half away. Yeah. So just Uber it, set up this account, and then all of a sudden, first day, $29. And I said, 29 bucks." Took a fucking Escalade XL
1: for that a mile and a half.
0: Yeah, that was Jake. That'd be them. I was Watching- like, Jake, what the fuck happened here? I go, dude, I took an Escalade XL.
1: They'd be with Carl Armstrong getting guacamole <laughs> made in the back. Uh, all right. So we'll try to uh, we'll try to check in from Toronto. Uh, if not, we'll see you back in about 10 days. But we'll do at least one show while I'm up there, and we'll get you up to date on everything You rolling. got
0: it, man. Travel safe. Thanks. All right.